Chapter 30 of the Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Curran. The Venerable Don Bosco, the Apostle of Youth, by M. S. Pine. Chapter 30 Don Bosco is Declared Venerable. In 1907, the Sacred Congregation of Rites set the seal on Don Bosco's sanctity by declaring that his cause of beatification could be introduced. Accordingly, by a decree of His Holiness, the late Pope Pius X, dated July 24, 1907, the Servant of God, Don Giovanni Bosco, the Apostle of Youth, was declared venerable. From that day, the fame of his sanctity took on a wonderful augmentation. There was a universal rejoicing over the exaltation of one so beloved and venerated, not only in the societies he had founded, but wherever his name was known. The welcome news of the introduction of the cause for the beatification and canonization of our holy founder, records the Slacian Bulletin, passed round the globe as a message of joy. At Turin, the initiative was taken by the Circle of Past Pupils, the Don Bosco Club, who organized September 29th on a large scale a pilgrimage to the Tomb of the Venerable at Val Salice on the outskirts of the city. The spacious courtyard of the Missionary Seminary presented a magnificent picture, the porticos lending themselves to a wealth of artistic decoration. The central arches in front of the tomb were handsomely draped, the terrace above bearing thirty banners representing the Catholic associations of the city. The church itself, with its many mementos, was the object of pious admiration, forming as it does a mausoleum befitting the respectful gratitude of the apostles' sons and cooperators. At three o'clock, some four thousand persons had gathered about the tomb, that being the hour fixed for the commemorative service. In the seats for the presidents were His Grace, the Archbishop of Sebaste, Monsignor Cagliero, Monsignor Spandre, the very Reverend Don Rua with his chapter, Monsignor Catalanotto, and representatives of cooperators, together with the chief members of the Turin clergy and laity. The band of the Valdoco Oratory had the honor of commencing the function. Monsignor Spandre then addressed the gathering, his natural gift of eloquence displaying itself in a brilliant piece of oratory that touched a chord in every heart in a eulogium on Don Bosco, the indefatigable apostle of youth, the benefactor of humanity. An autograph letter from Pius X was read, the Te Deum was sung by all present, and benediction of the Blessed Sacrament was given. Other distinguished speakers then addressed the assembly, and letters and telegrams of congratulation were read. A message of thanks to the Holy Father was then proposed, and our Rector Major Don Rua congratulated the great gathering and thanked them for the tribute offered to the memory of our Holy Founder, and to himself on the feast of his patron saint. He then called on his grace, Archbishop Cagliero, to give the blessing sent by the Supreme Pontiff, which was then followed by cheers for the Pope, Don Bosco, 
and Don Rua. These joyous festivals in Turin had an echo everywhere. In Rome, in the Church of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, Cardinal Rampolia intoned the Te Deum, he being the Cardinal Protector of the Society of St. Francis of Sales. And in the adjacent hospice, during a commemoration of a literary order, were present a multitude of prelates, bishops, and archbishops, among whom were their eminences Cardinal Stetoli, Cassetta, Vivesituto, potent of the cause of beatification, and Cagiano de Azevedo. In many other cities, cardinals and bishops expressed a desire to pontificate in the sacred ceremonies of thanksgiving. From Cataluna, Spain, came an album with 10,000 signatures to give thanks to the cardinal potent of the cause. Quoting the bulletin again, apparently not far behind our demonstrations, must be ranked the thanksgiving service in another great center of Salesian work, the capital of the Argentine Republic, Buenos Aires. The Argentine feels its supreme debt to Don Bosco, and its gratitude was hearty and spontaneous in the noble display by which it celebrated the distinction lately conferred upon him. The homage was chiefly embodied in the special service held in the vast metropolitan cathedral. Ranks of children from the Salesian schools, connected with their day or boarding schools or festive oratories, to the number of 4,000, occupied the side aisles of the immense edifice, while the nave was crowded with people of all ranks and conditions. The solemn high mass was celebrated by Father Grote, Redemptorist, the music being given by combined choirs of five hundred voices. His Grace, the Archbishop, surrounded by the Metropolitan Chapter, intoned the Te Deum, which was then taken up alternately by choir and people. Souvenirs, medals and pictures, were distributed to all who had taken part. The afternoon of the same day saw a great and memorable gathering at the College of Pius Ninth. A gymnastic display was given first, the boys of the rival college of Leo XIII distinguishing themselves in it. Four bands from the Salesian schools then gave a musical concert, which was followed by the discourse of the occasion by his lordship, the Bishop of La Plata. El Collegio Piomono referred to was the scene of the early labors of the second Salesian bishop, the lamented Monsignor Lasagna who gave to it a high standard of mental and moral culture so that it has played a distinguished part in the intellectual life of the state. Celebrations of a similar character were held in all the Salesian institutes in honor of the venerable. Far surpassing in splendor all that had preceded, however, was the solemn triduum held in the oratory of Turin at the first commemoration of the anniversary of the venerable Don Bosco, the twentieth after his happy death, January 31st, 1908. Cardinal Riquelme of Turin and Cardinal Maffi of Pisa presided amid a concourse of prelates, clergy, and distinguished laity. The solemn functions of the church were carried out with a magnificence worthy of the occasion. Eloquent panegyrics of St. Francis of Sales and the Venerable Don Bosco were followed by musical performances of a high order, the opening one being a musical setting of a poem for the day by Father Lemoyne, 
the biographer of Don Bosco. Massed choirs with orchestra gave classical selections, and addresses were made in the various languages representing the lands in which Don Bosco's work flourishes. These poetic or prose gems were read in Italian, English, French, Spanish, Portuguese, Bohemian, German, Polish, Russian, Slavonic, Hungarian, Romanian, Crotaz, Arabic, and Indian, all effusions of grateful hearts and cultured and appreciative minds. End of chapter 30